Hey there, and thanks so much for listening. If you've been lurking in any of the wedding Facebook groups, or you've ever had a chat with a newly married couple, or if you've ever even slightly paid attention to your family or friends' weddings, you'll already know how some guests will not RSVP and just show up on the wedding day and then be surprised when people can't cater for them. Or they're late with their RSVP and they get upset when they're told that the final numbers have already been given to the venue and paid for. Or what I think might be the most infuriating of all, they RSVP yes. Love to come. Love to come and celebrate your relationship. Let's party. Then they'll not show up with no explanation. As in ever, they never speak to the couple again. Isn't that bizarre? Doesn't that just absolutely blow your mind? According to Brides.com, the average wedding guest list has around 15 to 20% of guests who RSVP, they're not attending, can't make it, so sorry. So 15 to 20%. So if you've got a 100-person guest list, for example, this would mean 15 to 20 people are not going to show up. So you don't need to add them to your numbers for food, drinks, table decorations. And when you really think about table decorations, you know, you can imagine that each table for your reception may have linen. So tablecloth, napkin, plates, glassware, cutlery, centerpieces, table numbers, candles, floral display. It could be the whole lot. And if we're talking a full wedding, so not a micro wedding or a drinks and nibbles celebration, this cost could easily be around $150 per person or $3,000 that you could save on your wedding if you can get those RSVPs back in time. That's a big if. And therein lies the rub, my friend. It's quite distressing, but also super common for your guests to not RSVP for many different reasons. But today, you'll learn the four main reasons that your fam and friends won't RSVP to your wedding on time, plus what to do about it to be proactive and with a little luck, easily save yourself around $3,000 on your wedding. Let's get stuck into it. Unbridely is a community of pro-wedding vendors who believe in freedom and integrity in weddings, giving you options, solutions, tips and tricks to create the experience and memories that you and your fiancé really want and deserve. Because we believe that weddings are a team sport. With how-tos, stories and interviews with recently married couples, we find out what went right and what they'd change if they could go back and do it all over again. I'm Camille and welcome to the Unbridly podcast. I already know what you're thinking. This won't happen to me. There's no way that my family or friends would be as rude to leave me hanging as to whether or not they're going to come to our wedding. While I don't like to be the bearer of bad news, I absolutely love saving engaged couples, just like you, hours of your precious time and smoothing the way for you. This is one of those instances. I know you don't think it's likely, but I can hand on heart assure you, my friend, that around 8 out of 10 of my couples, so with my celebrant hat on now, have to chase up more than just a handful of their guests. It is so fucking annoying. Why do these people that apparently love you and your fiancé make you work extra hard 
just to find out if you need to cater for them. Here are the four main reasons why your guests won't RSVP to your wedding on time. Number one is under the bracket of confusion. Wedding etiquette and everyday life have always been quite separate from each other. What we expect to happen on a wedding day or in the lead up generally adheres to some pretty old and strict etiquette standards. And I challenge you to come up with more events than you can count on one hand where you've had to RSVP. So it's quite possible that it's the only event that this guest has ever had to RSVP for, or they come from families or cultures where RSVPs are not required. So in some cultures, it's simply assumed that everyone will be there and you just need to cater for them, or they don't know what RSVP means. It sounds stupid, ridiculous, possibly careless, but there are absolutely some people who don't know or realise what RSVP even means, which, in case you're taking notes, RSVP is an initialism derived from the French phrase, respond s'il vous plaît, literally meaning respond if you please, or just please respond to require confirmation of the invitation and whether or not you're going to be showing up. The second main reason is your guest is waiting. They might need to make a big decision or they're waiting on another party to be able to make that decision. So thinking babysitter, they're trying to arrange travel, maybe time off work, maybe they can't quite afford a new outfit so they're waiting to see if some things fall into place before they can work that out. There could be a lot of reasons that someone might need to wait until they can make a decision. And if you're not planning a wedding, you know, three months sounds like a long way away. I know it's not to you, but it could be to your guest. Or they don't really want to come and they think that they're avoiding conflict. According to a realsimple.com post from 2019 titled The Real Reason We Don't RSVP to Invites, According to Experts, Tina Gilbertson, a psychotherapist and author of Constructive Wallowing, says, and I'll quote from the article now, there's more going on behind the scenes here than pure laziness or forgetfulness. Some people just aren't wired to RSVP. While this shouldn't be an excuse, it's an interesting explanation. They may have real trouble making decisions or commitments. They could also be trying to avoid conflict by failing to RSVP because for them, it's easier to ignore an invite than to actively decline it. It's a misguided attempt to protect the person from hearing the word no, Gilbertson says. I'm going to pop the link in the show notes to that article so you can have a read of the rest if you like. But, um, you know, it might be interesting, but quite frankly, it's no fucking help to you, is it? Reason number three is they're busy. They've forgotten. You know, they've gotten your invitation. It's either come through an evite or they've gotten it in the mail and they've forgotten. They've become distracted. Some guests may have other priorities and I can pretty much guarantee there will be a few who clean forgot or didn't realize that they needed to tell you, as in, their attendance should have been assumed, or they think they already responded, which could be the case with your more mature guests. Reason number four is their invitation got lost, and there's no accounting for that one. Sometimes it just happens. 
So they are the four main reasons why I think you may not get a response from every single one of your guests to your wedding invitation. I'd love to now share how you can get these answers back from your guests before it starts costing you money and stress. For a full rundown of the strategies for timely wedding RSVPs, I'll put the link in the show notes of the Unbridled blog post titled RSVP or Bring a Sandwich, Five Smart Secrets for Timely Wedding Invitation Replies. So this is how, with a little planning, a little bit of prep work, we can encourage more of your guests to RSVP to you for sure, but before the date, you know, on time. So the top ways that I recommend that you get timely RSVPs from your guests are, number one, and it's in the prep work, of course it's in the prep work, (laughs) everything's in the prep work, you're going to need a system that works for you first. Are you going to be a spreadsheet person? Are you going to have a planning binder? Are you going to use a wedding website? Hint, that's what I'd recommend. How are you going to keep records of dietary preferences and allergies and things like that? Kids, who's bringing kids? Are you having kids? You need somewhere that you can put all of this information, collate it, and also be able to share it with your vendors. So, you know, things like table settings, you know, seating charts, things along those lines, you need to be able to share this information as well. And that's why I think the likes of websites.com is so brilliant with making this happen for you, keeping it as streamlined as possible and not having you duplicate this information or worse still type it into another system. The second way is to set a clear RSVP deadline. So include a deadline for RSVPs in the wedding invitation and make it clear that responses are needed by that date. This will help your guests understand the importance of responding promptly. And the very next question that most couples ask is, what date should I put as my RSVP? Let's face facts. You've always been the planner and the organizer. And your fiancé's eyes glaze over a little when you start talking about the details of your wedding day. But you really need someone to share this all with to bounce ideas off, and someone who's not going to ruin the surprises, but also be supportive and maybe even offer a different perspective. So when you're needing to get a second opinion about your bridesmaid, your in-laws, or your first dance song, Unbridly Couples is your safe space. Unbridly hosts a private Facebook community where modern engaged couples can share ideas, chat and solve problems and generally just get freaking excited about their wedding. We also have a curated list of experienced wedding vendor professionals in there to offer suggestions and tips, insight into how to get the most out of your big day. But with no unsolicited DMs or pushy sales tactics. It's just not what Unbridly is about. So you can search for the Unbridly Couples Group on Facebook or just click on the link in the show notes. I'll see you in there. So RSVP dates vary, as in how far out from your wedding date should you be requiring your guests to get back to you? You'll need to work out your specific RSVP date with information from a lot of different sources. So your venue and or your caterer, 
hire or rental business, florist, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, the decorations, for example, if you're going to have 15 to 20 less guests at your wedding, you don't want to have those last two extra tables. So you don't want to be paying for the cutlery, the linens, the decor hire, centerpieces, etc. You want to know when these contributing vendors require your final numbers and or payment. Then you need to give yourself a buffer. You know that you'll have a percentage of guests who won't RSVP by your deadline. So you've got to allow enough time to follow up with them. Now, if you're working full-time, and depending on the size of your guest list, a week to follow up those late RSVPs might be pretty hectic. So take this into consideration as well when you're setting your RSVP date. Give yourself time and space. Now, the third way to encourage timely responses is to make it easy. Provide your guests with all the information they need to make a decision, including obviously the date of your wedding, the time it commences, the location of the wedding. So if you've got the ceremony in one spot and the reception in another spot, this might also factor in to their decision-making, as well as any travel or accommodation information. So the easier it is for your guests to respond, the more likely they are to get back to you on time. The fourth way is to offer multiple ways to RSVP. So with several different ways, like an RSVP card with a stamped self-address envelope for them to mail back. That's a very simple way and it's low tech as well. So perhaps for your more mature guests who might not be as tech savvy, that might be really smart for them. Some guests like to phone, have a conversation, so thrilled to come, can't wait, be there, bells on. Or email back or even through a link to a wedding website. Just make sure to provide super clear instructions for each method and also please make sure that the RSVP deadline, that date that you've got, that final line in the sand, is the same across every channel. So it's the same if they mail in versus phone, email through the wedding website. The fifth way we're going to get your guests to RSVP on time is to follow up with timely reminders. So what we want to do is send out a reminder one to two weeks before the RSVP deadline to remind your guests to respond. This can be done through email, phone, or text message, something immediate. It's a way to put a little flag up on your guest's radar saying, hey, in case you forgot, you've still got to do this. And this is when using a wedding website with automated reminder emails is worth its weight in gold. So sending out a reminder one to two weeks before the RSVP deadline and another two days after the RSVP deadline. So the preemptive week before, text or email. Personally, I think having something with a date stamp is really smart. You've got it in writing. It's something that can sit in their inbox or on their phone and even if they open it and then go, I'll get back to that. It's there. It's physical. Whereas a phone call, some people don't write stuff down, you know. So I feel like you've got a better chance if it's in a text or an email. And what you're going to be saying is something along the lines of, hi, friend or family. I hope you're well. Our wedding is fast approaching and we are so excited to hopefully celebrate with you. Just a reminder, 
that our RSVP date is, whatever the date is, and we must have replies back by this date. Unfortunately, if we do not receive a reply by this date, we will have to mark you down as not attending, as final numbers are being sent to our vendors, and we cannot change this once sent. We hope to hear back from you soon. Love, the soon-to-be-weds. Now, there's a few things happening there. First of all, it's keeping it light. It's really just a raising a hand going, hey, remember this? It's important to us. We hope it's important to you. So this is a really smart way to hopefully get the attention of your family and friends and prompt them into making a decision, getting back to you as soon as possible. Failing this working, then we've got this little message that I would encourage you to send two days after the RSVP date. Hey, family or friend, our RSVP date was whatever your date is, and we've got to give our final numbers to our vendors by tomorrow at the latest. Unfortunately, if we do not receive a reply by tomorrow, we'll have to mark you down as not attending, and we're unable to change this once sent. We hope to hear back from you soon. Love, the soon-to-be-weds. This helps to keep you front of mind. It helps keep conversation light as well, saying, understand if you've had things on, but these are the consequences. And the sixth way, which I'm a little bit curious about, personally, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. (laughs) It depends on your sense of humor, but you could consider incentivizing your guests to RSVP on time. So way number six is bribing. No, no, it's not bribing them. It's it's incentives. It's considering incentivizing your guests. So it might be something like a discount on their hotel room or a special gift. So this can help encourage your guests to respond promptly and show them how their response is valued in real time, in real things. Depending on your sense of humor and personality, this can be on the if you don't RSVP, bring a sandwich and a chair vibe, or you'll be first in line for the buffet, or they might save on accommodation block discounts, or you could make a joke about sitting closest to the kids' table, or you know, if you don't RSVP on time, I'll ask you to do a speech, something along those lines. But I think it all depends on your relationship with that family member or friend as to how you might go about that, because bribing someone to respond? I don't know. Is it worth it? Overall, what is super important is for you to be clear, to be organized and be proactive when it comes down to encouraging your family and friends to RSVP on time. And by following these steps, you can minimize the likelihood of overpaying for guests that won't be attending. And also you can skip the resentment that follows. Basically, spend more time and money enjoying yourself. So just to recap, the four reasons why your guest might not respond to your wedding invitation are number one, confusion. Number two, because they're waiting. Number three, because they're busy. Or number four, because the invitation never got to them in the first place. And the six ways that you can minimize the effects of these late RSVPs on your wedding plans are number one, finding a great system that saves you time and is going to be easy for you and the other people you book to work on your wedding. So thinking your caterers, your venue, perhaps your wedding stylist. Number two, 
set a very clear RSVP deadline. Make sure it's the same across all channels. Number three, make it as easy as possible for your guests to RSVP. Remove all the friction between making their decision and telling you about it. Number four is to offer multiple ways to RSVP, which can help with a generation gap or people who aren't particularly tech savvy. Number five, follow up with reminders. So a week or two out and two days after your RSVP date. And number six, perhaps consider incentives. Consider giving something to your guests who RSVP on time. But then after that, when you've done everything you possibly can, here's the hardest bit. There is seriously going to be a few people who still haven't gotten back to you. And it is just a really horrible feeling right in the pit of your stomach when you think that someone loves and cares about you and yet they just haven't taken a single moment to let you know about whether or not they're attending your wedding. It can really be a bit soul crushing depending on your relationship with that person and it can make you really angry. And if I could give one last bit of advice, it is seriously to let it go. You've done everything humanly possible to make it easy for your guest, but you can't let it get to you. Move on to thinking and focusing on bigger and more important and more fun things like your honeymoon, for example. I really hope this helps you and your process of sending out invitations and getting your RSVPs back. I'd love to hear your experience and how you went about it, the little bumps in the road and what you did to navigate those. And I'll chat with you next week. That about wraps it up for this episode of the Unbradley podcast. For the links and resources we mentioned, please head to the show notes. And if you love the show, please review and subscribe on the podcast platform you're on now so you don't miss out on a single episode. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, weddings are a team sport. Catch you soon.